I'm starting. I'm starting with anxiety. I get so nervous when I have to film in public. It's low-key embarrassing. Look, all the people are just standing around watching me. Okay. Hey, what's up everyone? Welcome back to my channel. If you're new here, my name is Bax and it's absolutely fabulous meeting you. Happy February. It is the month of love and in the spirit of celebrating all things love, I figured we should read a entry of mine in my diary. Fun fact, I have a diary and it's on my phone. You can't access it because it's locked and the password is something super ridiculous so no one can ever figure it out. I think any brown child <laughs> i don't i can't speak for any other household because I'm, I'm a brown child and i can only speak for a brown household but um, for me i've got serious fears and phobias that if i have an actual diary and i keep it in my house like one day my dad's gonna read it or my mom's gonna read it or like someone's gonna stumble across it and if it has a lock on it they will demand that i open the diary so i just don't want an awkward situation i don't want a, a weird thing so i just kind of keep all my secrets in my phone not that i have secrets it's just like I think sometimes emotions are just embarrassing. <laughs> so if you're new to this podcast, one of my very favorite episodes is titled Perfecting Prayer. And in this podcast episode, I share with you how I basically have prayer walks with God where I just speak my mind, share what's on my heart. Because firstly, it's 5 a.m. I'm outside. Nobody can hear me except my neighbor's dogs. And if anyone else had to hear me, what were they doing lurking on the streets following a girl at 5 a.m.? Exactly. So <laughs> at 6.44 on 18th May of 2022, I wrote this diary entry and it's titled Singleness. Don't judge me. <laughs> so it says, I want someone to see me. No one sees me. I can't say that anyone in the world has their energy and or focus set on me. Not my mom, not my dad. They've got issues of their own. I'm only an afterthought. I don't have a designated best friend. And I had someone recently celebrate a huge milestone without me that made me question if I even had any friends. I so desperately want to be seen, but the truth is I'm seen by God. God began to show me how drastically my eyes would change towards comparison if I focused my eyes on him. He says before he laid the foundations of the earth, he had me in mind. Sometimes circumstances and situations don't feel like God has me in mind at all, but the truth is he always does. He says, Barbara, you're hidden, not buried. I've set you apart during this season to work on you. Looking back at my life, I settled in so many areas. A month ago, there were things I would have settled for or stood for that I don't now. There were hurts that I didn't know I hadn't dealt with. There were character flaws that I didn't know I needed to rectify. And every day, God is working in me and on me to see myself the way he sees me. Not because all my singleness is in preparation for a relationship or my entire walk with God leads up to a marriage, but because God is concerned about my purpose and putting into action every single gift and potential he's placed in me for the benefit of the world. Relationship is just an add-on. And the Bible says that he knows the desires of our hearts and he will give them to us. But it also says that when the time is right, I, the Lord, will make it happen. So rest in that and be blessed. And that's what I wrote to myself. <laughs> so when I read this podcast, it was like this diary entry journal thing yesterday, I literally was so shocked because I was like, that is so deep. And I'm just going to give you a little bit of context as to where I was at when I wrote that and what was going on in my mind and 
everything behind everything that you heard me say concerning my singleness last year in 18 May 2022 because I'm definitely not where that girl was um, but I'm grateful for that because that was the beginning of getting to where I am today every time you go on social media and you see how people are out with their best friends people have this one friend that they do everything with they've got matching tattoos they've got matching you know what I'm saying it almost feels like every single person has found their friendship soulmate and the person that they're gonna go through thick and thin in the highs and the lows and this person's gonna be your maid of honor this person is gonna be in. and for me I was in a position I was like if I had to get married tomorrow I don't even know who my maid of honor would be like I don't even know I don't I don't have a best friend when you're in a relationship this person has their energy focused on you like it's every two minutes your baby but home Ooh, you won't believe there was an ant on the wall and I saw the ant you know and you just text them at every minor inconvenience and every little thing about your day they want to know about they want to talk to you about what's happening how was your day at work today was it good why would your boss do that oh I see your boss you know and for me, I just kind of felt like although there were people around me that genuinely did care about me and still do care about me, um, that called me, checked on me, all that stuff, it just felt like I want someone who is my own, like someone who is my, and you don't own people, granted, but I think you understand what I mean just in the context of a relationship. And that morning as I was praying and just pouring out my heart to God and letting him, do you guys see the bird in the back? Oh my God, oh my God, do peacocks bite? Because <laughs> everybody in the restaurant is already looking at me, and now I'm like causing a scene because of the peacock. Lol. It was so crazy because then God was like, I'm literally that. I'm the person that you can call at any day at any time. I'm concerned about every little detail concerning you, Bob's. I know the amount of hairs that are on your head. Do you know how much detail and how much care someone has to have to know how many hairs are on my body? And I'm hairy, guys. I've got a lot of hairs on my body, but that's not the point. When I created this journal entry, it literally was the first part was me writing out everything that I had just put out and said to God, because I'm a logical thinker. Like I think by speaking out how I feel about things. And so for me, when it comes to diary entries, it's important that I speak, 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 speak to God about everything that's going on in my heart. And then once I have the full thought, I write it down. And then whatever I feel like God is saying to me, I write down as well. And so in this particular instance and on this particular day it was a month after I had made the decision to move my entire life from Pretoria to Johannesburg which means that the circle of friends that I had around me were no longer there because everyone is based in Pretoria and now I'm in Johannesburg and the community that I had at church was no longer there because I had been displaced from the church that I was in into a new church that God was calling me to serve in and so I kind of find myself in this place where there's so many different things happening in life where my dad is trying to figure out his life my mom's trying to figure out her life but here I am in a brand new place where it kind of feels like I'm in this big bad world that is a lot more expensive because cheese bread first of all in Pretoria is like 12 rand in Johannesburg is 429 rand why is cheese 429 rand guys have you ever heard of sushi that's wrapped in meat ne? like normal sushi and then they make the price triple the price because it's called wagyu or something like like johannesburg has just some crazy things that come up with explanations for why things are just more expensive but anyway yeah i'm just trying to survive just trying to act cool when people are saying oh this is so cheap and i just i'm like this is not cheap at all 
um, I'm trying to keep it cool, trying to keep it collected, and I feel extremely lonely. And like I mentioned in the journal entry, I'm seeing people who I thought were my closest friends celebrate huge milestones without me, which is so crazy because we're speaking on an ongoing basis. And I'm like, how how did you miss me in all of this? How is there no communication on this part and that part and all the different things that are going on? And what I'm grateful for is that God taught me love in 2022 i think he taught me love in its purest form and that was in the form of friendships i think the people that he began to put into my life whether it was at school through teddy and ramsey that you guys have met and absolutely love or at church you know with jordan and rendani and ruzani and all these other people it's it's crazy how they have sort of helped me in the growing phases of everything that i need to grow up out of like the character flaws that i had to deal with and all the issues like that they helped me walk through those things and out out learn unlearn those things in a loving way i think that for the first time i realized that actually the way that i've been doing relationships in the past and this is on me like the way that i was doing relationships in the past was kind of on a surface level and i think the level of depth that I experienced with the friends that I made in 2022 made me realize why I felt like I was missing out on so much love with so many people around me. And so fast forward to a year later, I definitely am in a very peaceful state. I am very at peace and happy and content with where I'm at in my singleness. Just because I have so much love surrounding me, I don't feel like I need anything to add on. I don't feel like there's a hole that needs to be filled but also i think in my relationship with god there's been a level of transparency and a break in religion where it's not i have to do a b c d e f g in order for god to love me but i think last year and all the people that walked in me i'm just telling you like it's so crazy the people that god brought into my life but i think about like my small group leader mel and how walking with her last year she kind of helped me unlearn a lot of things and ideas that I had about God because she and I are kind of the same. We're like very, you know, you know, a one on an Enneagram. Okay, I'm a three. A one is and a three on an Enneagram is the same thing, okay? Except a one just wants things to be perfect for the sake of control freak problems. And a three wants things to be perfect because they're afraid of other people seeing them as a failure. So I'm a one who is a perfectionist and wants everything perfect, but in a threes body because i'm terrified of failure i'm terrified of failing publicly even and so because of that personality type i was always trying to present myself to god as this perfect person and this perfect image and so even in my relationship with god as much as god was speaking to me and i was hearing him it was very surface level in what i presented to god it was very you know cute like hi god i don't really need your saving but like can you just touch here a little bit? And that's just kind of where I was at. What I've noticed also about relationships in the past is that I was being very agreeable in the things that I settled for and in the things that I allowed because I just wanted to not be difficult. And I think especially as a, as a Christian, there's a very fine line between being materialistic and being in your flesh and then following what God wants. Like, is it really a bad thing for me to want somebody who dresses extremely well? Like, is that a bad thing? Is that a wrong thing? Is that me putting a standard that God has not put on someone else? Like, there's just so many different things that 
I think I was grappling with and kind of like, what do you actually want? Like, do you actually want to go down this route? And I realized that a lot of the things that I said I wanted weren't things that I actually wanted. Like, actually, mm, <laughs> no, um, that's not my portion. Things like having children and yeah i i definitely have grown quite a lot i said no to relationships i think throughout the year of people that i think i would have loved to date a year before that but i'm grateful that i didn't and i'm grateful that i didn't go down that route and that god really helped me to take this time to focus on myself i think i've grown so self-aware and i've grown to understand what it is that i expect out of a partner and how much I am able to give and put into the relationship. I think as a female, or at least for me in my head, there was almost this culture of this is what I expect from a guy and these are the different things that I'm not willing to compromise on. But I think also getting to the realization that, okay, as much as I'm not willing to compromise on these things, I also have to be a decent human being and more than a decent human being, I need to be able to positively contribute to this relationship. Because at the end of the day, a relationship is a two-sided affair i can't be on the receiving end every day i open my eyes i'm just seeing this fine eye candy of a man who's well dressed takes care of himself but i can barely keep my hair combed. do you know what i mean like it doesn't balance and this is not even like a pick me energy thing where like comb your hair this way to kind of get this kind of guy i kind of picked up on the culture that sometimes i fall prey to that you see on tiktok and on twitter of indota mai and indota this indota that and it's so funny because the other day on instagram we were talking about deal breakers right and some of the petty deal breakers that we have as girls and i think for me what i realized is i have such a long list of things that i'm not willing to compromise on but how many times do i after writing down that list of things that i'm not willing to compromise on when it comes to a relationship and the kind of guy that i want to get into a relationship with how many times do i look into the mirror to say okay but what things about me don't make for positive contribution towards a relationship with someone else because i've got a, a younger brother i've got sisters i've got all these expectations as an older sister that this is my brother this is the person that i've known him to be raised as and this is how he takes care of himself and the same goes for my sister looking at my sister and the person that she's grown up to become I have sort certain expectations of the kind of guy that she'll get into a relationship with. I mean, at the end of the day, my siblings get to make their own decisions about who they love, who they marry, all that kinds of stuff. But how often do we look at life through that lens that I'm going to marry into a family where that person's siblings, that person's mother, after putting them through education, where, where, and investing in their son to whatever degree, will have certain expectations of me. And I think the culture we kind of live in has made things very extreme where it's like it's almost like it's toxic or the bare minimum and there's no in between like if you go on tiktok there's all this content about this is the feminine energy you need to exude in order to attract this kind of guy and like the things they say sometimes are a bit like this is questionable or you go on twitter and it's like yeah as a man you know my dad let me tell you for yellow <laughs> my dad calls me into the kitchen the other day and I'm like, what? And he's like, hey, your friend is trending. So I'm like, who? He's like, Vuyelwa. I'm like, Vuyelwa's trending. He's like, on Twitter, yeah. Tippy showed me, you know, the, the man who was sitting with my dad in the garage. So he showed my dad a video of this girl on Twitter who basically was saying that it's super embarrassing for Indota to have a smart shopper card. Yeah. And for her, if she's out with a man and he has a smart shopper at pick and pay, that's grounds for them to break up because it's so unmanly. He thought that was you. 
<laughs> I was like, that's not Buyelwa. And that looks nothing like that you. That looks nothing like you. So I was like, what did Uncle Tepi see when he saw you? But that's not the point. I think for us as girls, there are definitely so many things that we're like, mm -mm, he mustn't have long hair, he mustn't grow his pinky nail, he mustn't be too bubbly, he mustn't talk too much. I think when it comes to relationships, there's just so much noise on social media and so many thoughts that we have that were placed there because of the media that we consume and not necessarily because of our own personal convictions that I've had to unpack for myself and unlearn and have thus changed my viewpoint on love and the kind of person that I want to date. He still must be stylish though. I think that's a non-negotiable. Call me toxic, but I think a man must be well-dressed. And well-dressed is subjective. If I like his style, that's good enough for me. I think if I don't like someone's style, then it's good for me to be respectful enough to just not get into a relationship with that person instead of then cause conflict and insecurity issues in someone else later on down the line because I was trying to mold him into someone that he's not mold him into my perfect partner and yeah that's a page out of my diary I hope that you could somewhat relate to the chats that I had here this is where I was at a year ago and the beauty of growing up is that my opinion will always change and by reading your comments I will grow in how I think so do leave in the comment section what your opinions are on some of these matters so that I can also just have a different perspective to this life shandies and this love shandies but I hope that you stay with me throughout the month of February on Spotify Google Podcasts, and Apple podcast as I dive into topics like do I even want to have children and unpacking all of those things because I think those are things that sometimes we just take for granted and assume will be decided for us by our partners and the person that you kind of meet because that's where I was at I was like you know what if the guy I want to marry wants to have seven kids we're gonna have seven kids if he wants two we're gonna have two if he wants none then that's our life but I think in questioning myself and asking myself questions and hopefully when you hear these questions you'll get to ask yourself questions and we'll be able to enter into conversation on these matters and all learn and grow um, because that's the point of conversation <laughs> yeah but I'm gonna love and leave you guys and enjoy the beautiful Northwest that I'm in and I'll hear from you in the comment section or in the reviews on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify but until next time I'm gonna love and leave you cheers